1: We have an update for you on Mercedes Martinez after that knockout on NXT last night. Plus, a new champ was crowned on NXT as well. And a new gimmick for Baron Corbin? Possibly? It's it's a weird one. We'll get into it. For Wednesday, June the 30th, 2021, this is your Cultaholic Wrestling News. That's one like Mercedes Martinez, suckered in by this mysterious presence of Mei Ying. And now... She is facing the consequences. Xia now, looking to hit that suplex. More damage, more pain, what a roundhouse kick. The lights could be out, into the cover, shoulders are down. And just getting her shoulder up at two, was Martinez. Mercedes Martinez completely glassy eyed at this point, no idea where she's at. You gotta think about Mei Ying who rose up. And the referee, no choice but to stop this match. That was the moment that Mercedes Martinez got knocked out during a mixed tag match on NXT. So it was Mercedes Martinez uh, and Jake Atlas teaming up to face Zaya Lee and Boa. And that roundhouse kick to the head from Zaya Lee. Uh, it, the moment it landed, something didn't look right. Mercedes Martinez hit the ground in a really bad way, and you could just tell there was she, she wasn't in the room the moment that she hit the floor. Uh, we saw the ref throw up the X, and the cameras cut away as they checked on her ringside before taking her to the back Sean Ross Sapp gave us an update shortly afterwards courtesy of Fightful saying Mercedes Martinez was checked in the back and the talent and staff were told that she is headed to the hospital for further evaluation hopefully nothing too serious uh, and when we know more about that we will let you know more at Cultaholic.com we of course send our absolute best to Mercedes Martinez this morning Whatever plan Hero had, it's gone disastrously wrong. Oh! Reed gets caught by the challenger. And now Isaiah Swirska, no waste of motion. Top rope for 50. Champion crowned on NXT last night. That was the moment Isaiah Swerve Scott beat Bronson Reed for the NXT North American title. He had a lot of help from Hit Row to get it done as well. A match that wasn't planned for the night. Uh, Bronson Reed had the challenge thrown down by Isaiah Swerve Scott. He accepted the challenge and that's what happened. Swerve became the North American champion. It's a good fit for him, that belt. I'm sad that Bronson Reed's run ended I feel too soon, but there may be good reason for that. You see, Karrion Cross and Bronson Reed were both recently on episodes of WWE Main Event. They've been backstage at Raw and SmackDown at the Thunderdome, which does indicate that Bronson Reed may be heading up to the main roster soon. So it's a case of getting the title off him ahead of a move up to either Raw or SmackDown. I reckon Bronson Reed might be quite a nice fit on Smackdown if I'm honest. I'm nervous about putting him on Raw just just because Raw tends to be a bit of a a bit of a hole at this point, doesn't it? Next week it is the Great American Bash on NXT. Here is the updated card for that two title matches added. After last night's show, the NXT Women's Tag Team titles will be on the line. Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell defending against Io Shirai and Zoe Stark, who won a number one contenders match on NXT last night. And also, LA Knight puts the million-dollar title on the line for the first time against Cameron Grimes. If Cameron Grimes fails to capture the million-dollar title, he has to become LA Knight's butler. There could be some comedy coming out in next week's uh, NXT Great American Bash between these guys, so that is added to the card for Great American Bash, along with MSK defending the tag team titles against Tommaso Champa and Timothy Thatcher, and Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly one on one. They're gonna battle each other once again. That'll be a special episode of NXT next week. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite
0: Bombus, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Here's a cool fact A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact You can get short term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full time gig
1: One more bit of news from NXT. The breakout tournament is coming back. If you look at the brackets from the tournament in 2019, Dexter Loomis, Bronson Reed, Isaiah Swerve Scott, Cameron Grimes, Angel Garza, Wackin Wild, Jordan Miles, and Boa or went on to do other things, and and big things within the company. In fact, the the person that won the whole tournament, ironically, is the only one that isn't on the books with WWE anymore. But everybody else seems to have found prominent places within Raw, SmackDown, or NXT. And it suggests that there is certainly going to be... uh, uh, some some big names coming from this. Already, uh, we've seen online a little bit of teasing uh, from one Parker Bordeaux. He is this guy who many are saying is the next Brock Lesnar. He is teased being a part of the breakout tournament and this could be the night that really launches him. We'll, we'll, if that is the case and he just end up being in it, of course, we'll keep you updated on that when we know more. So Baron Corbin is getting himself a new gimmick, possibly. WWE have trademarked the name Happy Corbin, which maybe gives us the indication that Baron Corbin is going to be changing himself up a little bit. Now he's no longer King Corbin. WWE has a real soft spot. For Baron Corbin It was on Figure 4 Wrestling Show last night With Denise Salcedo, Garrett Gonzalez And Andrew Zarian Where a little bit Of insight was given in As to why we love Baron Corbin so much In WWE uh, Zarian says Baron Corbin Is beloved In that company Maybe not by the fans But I can tell you From a former writer One time told me He is one of the most Pleasant people To work with Because he will not Be combative He will And he works with you On stuff And us as fans We look at this And we're like Ah another Baron Corbin match but his heat was so negative where it's now turned into normal heat in a weird way uh, there was a comparison made by Gonzalez on the show to The Miz a lot of people saying that you know it's kind of that go away heat that became stay here heat if you see what I mean seems like a nice guy to work with behind the scenes and the the suggestion that happy Corbin is a new name for him. Could be a little tug in cheek, baby face turn, quite possibly. Um, he's no doubt going to be involved in some way, shape, or form with the potential return of the King of the Ring tournament. I, I think he'd be keen to become King Corbin again, uh, but we we will see uh, another another turn, another page in the career of the ever loved Baron Corbin in WWE. The Cultaholic Wrestling News Podcast is presented by WrestleCrate. Sign up now using the code word Cultaholic and with your first crate, get a free signed photo of our very own Ross Tweddle. That's right, Tom. Put that photo on your window to warn people in your street that a deeply sexual being lives in their vicinity. Use the code Cultaholic when you sign up at WrestleCrate.co.uk. Desert Island Graps returns later today on the podcast feed. I'm in conversation with the Progress Women's Champion, Kanji. And we talk about her meteoric rise through the wrestling world. I've only been wrestling for just a couple of years and she has seen and done so much already. And now she is the Progress Women's Champion. Here's a little preview of my chat with Kanji on the podcast feed later today. Is there a point where you realised in 2018, like, oh, this is this is suddenly picking up a lot of steam?
0: I remember doing my first Southside show, which was uh, me versus Zaya Brookside. And that was just by luck, because I was only going to watch the show. I was only meant to be there to watch. And um, then... The person who Zaya was meant to be wrestling pulled out. I think she was sick. So, luckily, as as everybody gets told, if you go to a show, always take your gear. And I did. And um, Ben, the promoter of Southside, asked me if I wanted to um, wrestle with Zaya. So I was like, of course. And that was the first time meeting her as well. Um, and luckily, that went really well. And he really liked it. So he kept bringing me back. But it was literally from that one show, that's when it all set off. So honestly, I owe Ben at Southside so much for just giving me this chance. Um, But when the Defiant stuff came in, I was like, damn, this is crazy. Like, what is happening? Because Defiant, especially the Women's Championship at Defiant, was so big. Like, the people that had held that championship was were crazy so for them to give me that it was mental but still at the same time at at that point when I won that I was thinking this is crazy like how much is happening and how much I'm doing and the people who I'm sharing locker rooms with is mental but at the same time my mind felt so inexperienced compared to the others so it's still the same that that conflict of Physical movement and mental movement, you know.
1: There's a lot to take in very, very quickly. Yeah. Um, the Defiant Defi- Defi- is, is a company that was uh, founded from from what Culture Pro Wrestling, and yeah. it was going through like, that its transition period where they were sort of moving away from WCPW to and um, becoming their own element, and they started using more local talent because WCPW had sort of built its its history on flying in uh, a lot of people from all over the world to do it. And then they kind of pared back <clears throat> and started using more talent that were born and raised in the UK, particularly in the north of England. So <clears throat> for you to come in at a, at a, at a promotion with such momentum uh, must have felt really special.
0: Yeah, it. I felt, I felt a lot of pressure, mm. a lot of pressure um, because I think it was the show... Yeah, be- just before I came to Defiant, I just worked Emmy Sakura for the first time. And that's kind of what got me on Defiant um, that one match. Um, so, I mean, I had that under my belt. I had the experience of working someone as great as Emmy. Um, but yeah, going into Defiant and meeting girls top the top girls in the UK that I've never met before shared a locker room with them and being on the same card as them like that was huge so it was so special and so memorable for me to even write that in my little book that I log my matches on I was like oh my god so Millie McKenzie B Priestley I was like this is mad I've made it
1: (laughs) so you, you have a log book of all your matches yeah where is it do you have it nearby I do. Let me go and get it. <laughs> so this is exciting. Uh, Kanji's gone to get her logbook featuring all her matches, which which will no doubt be in like a, a biography one day or in, or in a PDF form as part of an audio book. There it is. Okay. It's a beautiful. Is that a moleskin book? It looks a oh, bit that, moleskin-esque. It's,
0: it's like a leather kind of feel.
1: Okay. So And, and, and how long have you had this book, this logbook?
0: I got it, um, I mean, the first match I've written in is 9th of December, 2017. So it would have been around that time.
1: So what was the first first match then? So this is actually a good little bit of historical documentation. The first match in the logbook, what was it?
0: It was my debut show at House of Pain. Um, It happened in St Anne's in Nottingham on the 9th of December, 2017. And it was me... With teaming with a, um, a girl from this, a wrestler from the school, Hannah James and Felony against Luna Rocks, Piper Kinney and Harley Harris.
1: Ooh, oh, now, Dev, do you put any other notes in there or is it just listing the matches as they happen?
0: Yeah, it's listing the matches as it happens. And then I put the result and what happened in the result. So can you pins
1: Piper. There you go. (laughs) If it was the other way around, it wouldn't have got in the book. It's not in there. But that's great that you log it all. And and it's like a a nice little reminder. Do you ever find that you just go back through sometimes and just sort of breathe in just how far you've come in so quick amount of time?
0: Yeah, definitely. I always have a good look through, like start from the start and have a look through. Um, Sometimes I like to go back and if I'm like talking about a specific match, I like to go back and look at that match and see what I was doing around that time, which is always really interesting. So, it's like when I I used to talk a lot about the Iron Woman match, or when I go back and talk about that, I look what happened between the first Iron Woman match to, or like the first time I worked Charlie Evans to the last time I worked her, and just see how short time space it was, but how much I did in that space.
1: Desert Island Graps featuring Kanji on the podcast feed later on today. Check out our YouTube channel right now for the latest wrestling news throughout the day from Jack the Jobber and myself. And whilst you're there, check out 10 WWE stars who hated the click. Sean michaels kevin nash scott hall and the gang really upset some people behind the scenes but there was a couple they upset especially so find out who they are uh, on our youtube channel right now plus uh, as we are getting ready for the draft once again why not uh, dig into our archives from last week of 10 wwe draft afterthoughts who became gems those names that got lost in the shuffle uh, that somehow found their way through once more that's at youtube.com forward slash cultaholic you are running out of time to grab yourself an adam Pachiti wrestling buddy there's just a few of them left and you can get them right now at cultaholicshop.com i will speak to you tomorrow don't forget to join us love you bye hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter